Anything else, if you can, and just think about what God is saying this morning. And if you'll listen to the word of the Lord this morning, I'll tell you, you'll go home and you will understand what the Bible is saying. First Thessalonians chapter 4, I want to read two verses there, and then I want to go back over and read a verse or two. But Paul was writing to the Thessalon- church in Thessalonia, and he said, But I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep or have died in Christ will God bring with him. Brother Dean, would you ask a blessing on this word? Help us this morning, Lord. (laughs) Yes, Lord. Do it, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Time is running out. Hallelujah. Yes, we do. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, you are, Lord. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Dean. Now, as I said, I want to go back and read a verse or two, and I want you to look with me back at the first of this chapter here. As Paul was writing to the Thessalonian church there, the first Thessalonian church, in verse 1 he said, Furthermore then, we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us, how ye ought to walk, and to please God, so ye would abound more and more. Listen to this. For ye know what commandment we gave you by the word of the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. So if you heard that read and you looked at that, as you done been said this morning, that is telling us that we all know how to live. We all know, especially if we have been churchgoers and we have heard the Word of God, then we all know how to possess our own bodies, so to speak, our vessels in holiness. In other words, in sanctification, setting away from the world. We know. But Tony said, we're not going to have any excuse when we stand before God this morning and we have not made preparations to meet Him. We can blame anybody and everybody that we want to blame. As Tony said, you can blame the preacher for everything. And that might make you feel better down here, but it ain't going to make you feel better when you stand before God and say, depart from me, you don't know it. Amen? Because we all know what the Bible said. Does anybody in here this morning, how many in here this morning loves Jesus? 
All right, if you love Jesus, then we know what the Bible says. If you don't know it, I'm going to tell you what it says. And over in St. John, over in St. John chapter 14 and verse 15, Jesus said, if you love me, then you're going to keep my commandments. So if you love Jesus, you're going to try to live and do the best that you can do. Amen? You're not going to have to get any of my advice to know how to live. We all know how to live. And so, but he said there in verse 2 there, he said, For ye know what commandments, notice what Paul said here now, let's not misinterpret this and let's not overlook it. In verse 2 he said, For you know what commandments we gave you. Now you just stop there and you would say, Well, you know, what commandments that we gave you, what commandments that I gave give you this morning, or what commandments any of these other preachers or teachers give you, if it was our commandments, it may not melt, melt to much. Exactly. So this is not what, he didn't just stop there by saying, you know what commandments we gave you, but he said we gave it to you, by who? By the Lord Jesus Christ. And so as we look at this there in verse 2, what Paul was really, Paul was insinuating or saying here that, you know, that we, the only thing we, we are this morning, and that's just what the Bible here is saying here, and, and Thessalonians here in chapter 2, what he was insinuating that we are just supporters of Christ. In other words, uh, 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 what's what's the name for it uh, that, uh, that I'm looking for? Uh, we, uh, when we're Christ, uh, we're just representatives of Christ. So that's what Paul said he was. Paul said, I am just a representative of Christ. You and I, that's all we are this morning, Brother Dean. You and I, Tony, and, and Mark, and any other preacher and teacher or whatever, we are ever Christian this morning. Uh, we are just representatives of Jesus Christ. That's all. We're nothing more than just a representative. We're nothing more than anybody else is uh, except a representative of Jesus Christ. So Paul was saying, I'm here to represent Jesus Christ. Uh, and I can tell you this morning, uh, the only one I'm here to represent this morning, Brother Paul, is Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, because I'm going to tell you something. Uh, when we represent uh, somebody this high and mighty, uh, we better know what we're doing and we better make a good presentation uh, uh, for the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and when I come up here in the morning, I don't do it for any glory. I don't do it for any honor. I don't do it for any pats on the back. I do it up here because my blessing will come from God. Amen. Uh, and a lot of times my blessings that come through you uh, when God send down His blessings uh, when I get up here and represent Him, Brother Mark, uh, and I do the best I can in sharing the gospel and sharing the truth uh, with people. Uh, and I see some Somebody make their way down to this old altar. Uh, amen. Uh, and then I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I feel good because, uh, not because of anything that I've done, uh, except just representing Jesus Christ. Uh, and how do we represent Him? Uh, but preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. So Paul said, Paul said there, in verse 13, uh, 
he, let's jump over to verse 13. He said, uh, uh, But I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Now, as I read that and I looked up because, you know, when it said there, but I would not have you to be ignorant. Uh, now, you know, you just read that and let it go at that. Uh, but I'm a representative of Christ, uh, so I'm going to represent Him this morning. Uh, and what Paul was really saying uh, is you better listen up. Uh, he wasn't saying you're so ignorant you don't know. He was not saying that. Uh, but what he was saying was, uh, you need to listen up here uh, because I have something uh, important to say to you. And we as representatives, ever who you are or ever what ministry you're in today, uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, you better make sure you're not doing it to get the glory, uh, but you better make sure you're doing it to give God the glory. Amen. And if we give, do it to do it, bless our, our, to get the glory ourselves, we ain't going to get no glory, Brother Paul. But if we're doing it to glorify Jesus Christ, uh, then we're going to be blessed. Amen. Not glorified, but we're going to be blessed uh, because we've been obedient to Him. I ain't never been blessed in much of my life as I have been, as Tony said, since we started back. I've had a fresh anointing. I didn't think I was going to live through it, but I lived through it, and I said, God, I, will I ever be able to preach the gospel? I love to preach the gospel, amen. Not just not because of me and who I am, Brother Mark, but I love to be, represent Jesus Christ, amen. I, I love to tell people about Jesus Christ uh, because I love people, amen. Uh, and I like, to, I like to let them know uh, uh, whom, I, uh, whom I serve, how, how good He is. I, I want them to know uh, that He died for them just as much as He died for me. Uh, he loves them just as much as He loves me, amen. Because uh, He's no respecter of person, praise God. Uh, but I'm glad this morning, Tony, that I am a representative, uh, a representative uh, of not a man, but of my king. Amen. There's no higher man in office anywhere. No higher man, Brother Mark, that I'm representing right now than I am that's sitting on the right hand of God in heaven this morning because I am representing the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. And I get excited when I get the opportunity to share this gospel of Jesus Christ uh, was somebody's lost, Brother Mike. Uh, I'm telling you, there's nothing I love anymore uh, than preaching the gospel uh, and seeing Jesus uh, convict hearts, uh, the word convict hearts, uh, and seeing some old sinner uh, as I once was uh, walk down to the old altar uh, and get down uh, and cry out uh, and repent of their sins. Uh, there's nothing no better than that. Does anybody love Jesus this morning? Pretty good preaching from the old man, ain't it? Now, I couldn't do this unless I was a representative of the king of kings. <laughs> Paul said, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not. Now, you might look at that and say, well, what does Paul say? 
when my mama, my daddy, my brother, my sister, my loved one, when they died, is Paul saying I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to, uh, to weep over them? Am I not supposed to do that? No, Paul's not saying that. What Paul was saying here, uh, he said, but I will not have you. I've got something to say to you. He said, listen, uh, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, uh, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. What he was saying here was, uh, it's all right to mourn for a while. Amen. But what they had done, uh, these people had done here in Thessalonica, when you study about it, uh, what they had done, uh, and while they was worried about it, uh, uh, they just sat down and quit because they thought Jesus uh, is going to return just any minute. Uh, and so they just give up. They quit working. They quit doing anything. Uh, and they just sat down uh, and wallowed in self-pity. Uh, but that ain't what Paul was saying. Uh, he said it's all right to mourn. It's all right to go through a time of mourning. Uh, but after a time of mourning, uh, he said uh, get up and get back to serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. Because you know we can't bring them back. I think of what David said after he had sinned with Sheba, you know. And the Bible said that their son became ill. You remember what David said? And he said his son grew grew ill. Amen. And the Bible said he went out and set his sack, shaved his head and set his sackcloth and he sat out there in mourning there for days. He wasn't eat, he wasn't drink and the Bible said he wasn't he was take a bath don't you know he got to smelling good with all them ashes on him a Something, you know, that they looked at back then uh, is, is fasting. Uh, and that's what he was doing. Uh, and he sat there and he wouldn't talk, he wouldn't eat, he wouldn't do anything uh, while his son was alive. Uh, but the Bible said his son died uh, and he went out there, they went out there. Uh, and he took one look at them uh, and they was afraid to tell him that his son had died for the mark. Uh, and they, but they, they didn't have to tell him. Uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, David looked at him. Uh, and he said is my son dead uh, and they said your son is dead uh, and the Bible said uh, that he got up he went in he took him a bath I guess he shaved and he put on clean clothes and probably on some deodorant if they had it back then but anyway uh, and he sat down at the table and he commanded food to be brought to him uh, while his son was dead uh, that confused them people his servants uh, and they came to him and they said can we ask you something paraphrasing uh, and David said, I acted. And they said, while your son was alive, you would neither eat or drink or bath or do anything else, paraphrasing. You wouldn't even see it while your son was alive. But now he's dead. We don't understand why you come in here and sat down and cleaned up, took a bath and everything, and commanded us to bring you food after your son died. So we don't understand it. You remember what David said? He looked at him and he said, said, I did not know where God would allow my son to live or to die. But it was not his will for him to live but to die. And so my son is dead. That's God's choice. I can't do anything about it. And David said, God said, I can't bring him my son back. He said, but I can go to him. Well, glory. 
I've got people laying in a cemetery today, mom and dad and brother and sister oh. uh, and nephews and nieces and so on and so forth. Uh, grandpas and grandmas. Uh, I can't bring them back, uh, but I know one thing. Uh, well, glory, uh, I can go to them. Uh, and I got my mind made up. Uh, and I'm going one of these days. Hallelujah. Can't bring them back, but we can go to them. So he said, don't sit here and waller and self-pity for the rest of your life. He said, get up and go back to living if you've got hope in seeing me. Without hope today, where would you and I be at? The Bible said if in this life only we had hope in Christ, we would be people most. Thank God for that hope today. Why do we have that hope today? We have hope in Jesus Christ, Brother Mike, because uh, we know that we have hope because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. We have that hope because Jesus said, uh, because I live, he said, you will live. Amen. You know, if he hadn't arose from, think about it, if he hadn't arose from the grave, uh, where would your hope be at today? If Jesus was still in that tomb, we wouldn't have any hope, would we? But because Jesus died for us, rose for us, sits at the right hand of the Father for us, that gives us hope. Amen. Does anybody get that? Because of what Jesus done, we have that hope. The Bible says it's appointed for us all once to die, but after death of judgment. But the Bible also says all those who believe me accepts me as their Lord and Savior, this life down here, as we know life, is not over. It might be over in this walk of life, but the Bible says that we'll never die. You know that? People say everybody dies. They're talking about, the, Jesus is talking about the bodily death. The bodily death. These vessels is not going to heaven. Amen. They're not going to heaven. But, the Bible says that we're going to have a glorified body, a mortal body. It'll put on immortality and take off mortality. In other words, this old body is not going to heaven. A lot of people think, well, out of these bodies, we're going to go to heaven. These bodies is not. The Bible says when the last breath goes out of us, a lot of people say, well, I wonder where we're at today. I wonder where mom and dad's at. I wonder where my brother, I wonder where my, I wonder where my baby's at today. Let me tell you where they're at today, what the Bible says. How many believes the Bible? The Bible says when the last breath is taken from us, Brother Timmy, when the last breath takes from us, the Bible says it returns to God who gave it. And the Bible said these old bodies is going back to the dust of the earth. People say, you think people go to heaven when they die? Well, of course they go to heaven when they die. Amen. People will argue that. People are that. But the Bible's clear on it. When the Bible said to be absent of this body means to be present with the Lord, what did he tell that thief that hung on the cross between them two thieves? One of them cried out, said, If you're Jesus Christ, if you're who you said you are, then get us down from here. Don't let us die this death on the cross. And his other, his buddy on the other side was criminal. 
And he looked over to the other and he said, leave this man alone, so to speak. He said, you and I was caught. We are guilty of death. We deserve death. Uh, but this man in the middle, uh, he's done nothing to deserve death. Uh, so leave him alone. Uh, and he looked at Jesus uh, and he said, Jesus, remember me uh, when you come into your kingdom. Uh, well, glory. Uh, he said, remember me. Uh, and you know what he told that, uh, that thief on the cross? He said this day. Not the resurrection, not tomorrow, not next year. He said, but this day he said, you will be with me in paradise. In verse 14 he said, for if we believe, does anybody believe in the house? Notice he didn't say if I believe. He said, if we believe that Jesus died. How many believe? If you believe that, say amen. If we believe that Jesus died, we believe that. Now here's one I really like. And if we believe that Jesus rose again, how many believe Jesus rose again? If you believe that, let's give him another hand of praise. If you believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep or has died in Jesus will God bring with them. For this we say unto you by the word, notice what Paul said, uh, he was still with the word. Uh, he said, For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, uh, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord uh, shall not prevent them which are asleep. And what Paul was saying, uh, I'm going to tell you, we won't have any advantage uh, of them who has done past and gone on. Uh, in other words, we're not going to go before them. Uh, you know what the Bible said? The Bible said in verse 16, said, For the Lord himself uh, shall descend from heaven. Now listen to this. Uh, and he said from heaven with a shout uh, and with the voice of the archangel uh, and with the trump of God uh, and listen to this uh, and the dead uh, I said the dead uh, in Christ uh, will live first uh, somebody ought to shout hallelujah Woo, glory so we're not going to precede them who's with Jesus Christ for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven. He's not sending back anybody. He's not sending an angel to get us. The Bible said, For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Can you imagine what a day? Oh, people say, Oh, I say, talk to people sometimes, and I've had them to say, Well, I don't believe in that old stuff. I don't believe in Jesus Christ. I don't believe He died for no sin. He ain't never done nothing for me. I ain't going to bow down and worship something I can't see or somebody I can't see. I'll never worship nobody like that that I can't see. I don't bow down to no man. I don't bow down to nobody. I got news for you. You will one day. I said you will one day. You know why? Because the Bible said when this takes place, when that trumpet sounds uh, and Jesus appears... Uh, you hear me back there in the back, sis? Uh, and when Jesus appears, uh, every eye, the Bible said, is going to behold Him. They're going to see Him. Uh, and the Bible said every knee is going to bow. Every knee is going to bow. And every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is Lord of all. You may not do it here, but Brother Paul, they're going to do it one of these days. You may sit back and condemn and laugh at this old preacher that's representing the most highest thing king in the world today. But I'm going to tell you something. One of these days, uh, 
God is going to have the last laugh. That's what he said. Uh, I couldn't understand, Mark, why God ever called me to preach. I didn't have much educated. Uh, didn't care about going to church. Didn't care about anything. Uh, all I cared about was a bottle. Uh, but let me tell you something, Brother Dean. Uh, one, of the day, one day uh, that Jesus Christ came into my life uh, and he changed this old boy. Uh, and I started reading the Word of God. Uh, and I got to looking in the Word of God. Uh, and then when he called me to preach, I began to say, Lord, I don't have any education. <laughs> Lord, I don't have any money. Lord, I don't have nothing. You don't need this old poor reformed alcoholic preaching to people that knows me. They won't listen. I told God everything. And you know something? God didn't believe a word I told him. Didn't believe a word I told him. God told me, He said, His Tony said, when He told Jonah, we when he got to calling me to preach for about seven, eight years, and I rejected him, oh, I was still teaching the young people class and the youth men there. I was still a lot of them in here, hey man. And buddy, I was on fire. But I'm going to tell you something. I was missing out on a blessing. Even though I thought I was receiving the biggest blessing I could get by reaching out to young people, and it was in my time for 16 years. But God, I found out later, had me going up and down them steps over there. Brother Dean, for 16 years with the teenagers. I've seen a lot of them come and go. I've seen a lot of them get saved. I've seen a lot of them get married. Hey man, in 16 years, that's a pretty wild long time. But one day God said, now. He said, now. He said, I've got you ready. I've got you right where I want you. Now then, you're going to step up another step. Oh Lord, what are you talking about? You're going to preach the gospel. That's when I bucked up and said, Lord, I can't do it. He said, I know you can't, but I can. All I need, he said, is a representative to represent me. He said, don't you worry and don't you be afraid of their faces that he told Jeremiah. He said, you just stand. He said, I'll put words in your mouth. And for 20 some years, I've been preaching this gospel and he has never failed me not one time. And you know something, Sister Sherry? If I preach this gospel 20-some more years and I stay faithful to God, uh, He'll not fail me in the next 20-some. He's a God that said, I fail not. Now, I have failed. Don't get me wrong. Don't misunderstand me. I've failed, Brother Dean, a lot of times. But He's never failed. It's going to come one of these days. People don't believe it. People won't accept it today. But I hear the plea. Plead with those that share if you're lost. Plead with those watching in, those listening in. Don't put salvation off. Don't put it off. When people just sold up and gets mad at any little thing, Tony, or gets mad at somebody else because what somebody else said or done, and they just get up and leave, that ain't showing me no respect. They ain't showing God no respect. That trumpet's going to sound. And you better not be caught out in left field. You say, what are you talking about? You better not be caught out there out of God's will. The only way you're going to get to heaven is going to be in God's will. You've got to do God's will. Stay in God's will to get to heaven. And he said that trumpet's going to sound. How many believe that trumpet's about to sound? It's about to sound. The Bible says Jesus is going to appear. The trumpet's going to sound. He's going to come with a shout. You say, well, I don't believe in shouting. If you're a Christian, I'll tell you what. You if you don't believe in shouting, sis, when I leave here, you better stay off my cloud. 
because I'll shout you all from it. Oh, well, you notice they're not telling, but I practice a whole lot on shouting. I want to be ready, hey man. I know I can't shout as loud as, long, as loud as Jesus can, but I'll shout as long as anybody else on that cloud of mine. People say, well, people don't have to act that way. If you want me to stand still, I'm sorry. You're getting exercise, ain't you? Your sister back there, I don't think she liked it because I helped her leave. Said she didn't, but she did. You see her look over and grin. I might help her again. She'll be nice. But anyway, he's coming back. The question is, are you ready? That's the question. That's the big question. Are you ready? Now, the Bible says we don't know the day or the hour of his coming. Did you know that the Bible says he was Jesus? the angels don't know when Jesus has come? Did you know the Bible says that not even the Son of God knows when Jesus is coming? Only the Father Himself. But I just picture Him sometime sitting there just looking at His Father. Not questioning Him, but just looking at Him. And I know what the Father's thinking. Son, you want to know when I say go get your children. Just wait. Just wait a little longer. But one of these days, that Son's going to look at Him and He's going to say, Son, go get your children and bring them home. Whew. <laughs> Don't you want to be ready? Some people talk about it's going to be two or three, uh, uh, two or, uh, two or three raptures. Uh, they may be. I don't know. Uh, but I know this much. Uh, I want to be on the first load out of here, don't you? I don't want to take no changes missing the second or the first. And amen. I want to be on the first now. But Paul, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Jesus is really sensing it. And just any day now, the Father's going to say, Eddie, Jesus, Go get my children and bring them home. I've had enough of that old world that they're in. I've had enough of the world. I've given them time and time and change and change, and it's just waxing worse and worse. I'm going to bring them home, and I'll build that world. I can build another. Amen? And I believe that's why the Bible says that Jesus is ready. He's ready to come after us. You know he is because he loves us. But when he says, son, go get them and bring them home. I believe Jesus is going to bail off from that throne with a shout and that eastern. I believe it's all going to happen just in a blink of an eye. That eastern side is going to split. Jesus is going to bail out of there. Shout, here I'm coming after my children. Woo-hoo! Aren't you glad you're one of his this morning? When I go through some things, I just think I quit thinking about what I'm going through to and get to thinking about what I'm, what's waiting on the other side for me. God, I love you. People love you more than I do. I didn't die for you, but he did. Stand with us this morning. I'm done. Somebody get a song. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ, he's your Lord and Savior. Brother Dean can be somebody's day. Amen. This can be somebody's day. You can start out this day. This is Danny done last Sunday. Yes, these others is done in the past. This can be a brand new day, a brand new life for you. Would you bow your heads? Heavenly Father, we bow our head once again in honor of you this day, this Memorial Day. Lord, we know that we visit cemeteries, there's a lot of memories coming back, but Lord, I just pray that you'll help us, Lord. Just If we have hope, Lord, today, let us just go. As the families meet together today, they only do once a year, many of us do, Lord. Father, I just pray, God, that you will give us a blessed evening and a good evening. And, Lord, I just ask, Lord, that you watch over us all, protect us, take care of us as we travel around and about. 
because we never know what's waiting out on that road. <laughs>